What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. I am so excited to be here today with my co-host, Miss Lena Del Rey, who looks super cute, by the way. I'm wearing She's overalls. wearing black, very short, short overalls and a uh, camel-colored shirt. It's really cute. cute. She does look cute. And she walked in with like a bang in her front pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, I was like, wow, Lena. Um, I'm ready to go today. I have to work out. Yeah, she. I'm just like work, a hawk. Did you work here this morning? Yeah, I did work this morning. So, so. she worked this morning at American Brew. And then we're popping right into our podcast today. And then uh, she's going to go hit the gym, yep. crushing it. Is that is that what is in your cup? This is the bang. You put a bang in a, cu- a cup? It was with warm because it was chilling in my uh, car all gotcha. this morning. It's. Um, if any Bang fans out there, um, I'm currently drinking the Delish Strawberry Kiss. Mm. I've delicious. never had that one. It's actually really good. Uh, I fed you this when you were doing your 25-hour row. You did? Yes. You're like, why is it white? I'm like, it's always white. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I had some of your Bang during Oh, yeah. Row. I was like, you want Bang? You're like, yes. Wow. I'm like, bring know. it. I don't remember that. I was clearly delusional, probably. I mean, that happens. That definitely happens. No one's going to be mad at you if you don't remember every detail. But yeah, um, Bang, if you want to sponsor me, please do. I love (laughs) you guys. Hit up Lena Del Rey. I know, seriously. I love Bang. I have them all the time. I mean, you shouldn't drink like three in a day, but (laughs) if if I could, I would. Uh, so going right into happy hour, actually, we yeah. don't have Bang as part of our happy hour, but no, we have a really good... not a part of So not only is Lena's in here, she has like six cups here with like liquids. She has <laughs> a Bang, she has a cup of whiskey, she has root beer, and a cup of ice. Yep. So, so send it. Send it. So today's recipe is um, our whiskey rebellion. So um, this is kind of a simple one, but it's a good one. Um, so what it is, it's a shot of crown vanilla. So just one. And two. I'll give Ashley a little extra. <laughs> and then you just top it with root beer. And it's delicious. And it's exactly like a root beer float, a spiked root beer. Have you tried this one before? Yes, I have. Can you really taste the vanilla and the crown vanilla? The vanilla is more of like an aftertaste Mm. to it, but um, it's kind of like, you know, if you like a whiskey Coke, you're going to like this one. Um, And it's a very simple drink. It is simple. And you get kind of like a creaminess from the uh, vanilla in the crown as well. So it's, it's basically like... Not your father's root beer, but better. (laughs) And honestly, if you put like a scoop of ice cream in this, that would be delicious too. You could do like a a legit root beer full of maybe top it with some bourbon cream. I would love that. Well, you know, um, have you seen our ice cream maker here? No. Yeah. So I, uh, I bought an ice cream maker. It's been, yes. I've been wanting to do ice cream in American brew. Like since we opened, we have to have like a bang and coffee ice cream. A banging, co- yes, and yeah. uh, I, it's called something, but where you have an espresso and then you put like a, you could put like an espresso and some whiskey, and then you could put Ooh. a scoop of ice cream on top of that. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, there one time for a whiskey school, which we actually just had a whiskey school this last weekend, um, but last summer for whiskey school we had spiked root beer floats. Oh, that sounds amazing! It was delicious. I wish I wish it, it went was, to that. It one. It was delicious. Well, we're gonna have to do it again. Maybe. Yeah, definitely maybe we'll that one. That'll be good for the. June or July one, but cheers. cheers. Yeah, good to see you. Good to I see you. I haven't seen you all week. I know. Where have you been? Hmm. Working. This is basically going to be our catch up hour. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Oh, that is so good. 
it's like refreshing. I can have that like outside chilling by the pool. Wow. Root beer reminds me of like we didn't have a lot of pop or soda in my house growing up. Oh, you're a pop. Uh, are you wait? We're pop, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's pop. Yeah, we okay. say pop. So we didn't have a lot of pop in our house <laughs> growing up. And uh I remember being like in the summertime really hot and being down at the barn with my dad and we were like allowed to split a root beer. I would like try to take like a root beer. Dad being dad. like the nice guy. He's like, just don't tell your mom. Yeah. Hurry. <laughs> choke, 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 choke. <laughs> and then he sends me back into the house where my mom is. <laughs> we All didn't right. have a lot of pop either. Or soda. We said soda. What did, what did you say? Soda? We didn't have soda growing up. I didn't drink soda until I was in high school. Is that what you called it though? Soda? Yeah, soda. I remember whenever I came out to the East Coast or like whenever I moved and I was on the yeah. West Coast and I'd be like, pop, and people would be like, the what? fuck? <laughs> like, what the like, get out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, pop, like soda pop. The RA that like, I... Where are you uh, from? You're from the Midwest, aren't yeah. you? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So today we really want to get in and, and dive into... Um, Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> Something that has uh, been, uh, a lot of people have been inquiring about the tactical games. They want me to talk a little bit more about the tactical games. Yeah, um, We kind of got into the last games. episode, but we didn't really actually get a chance to go into like how you did train for it and like mm. the months leading up to it. We kind of talked, I think we were basically saying like day of what happened. Because remember, she told me, go listen on last episode. Dude, but I Ashley had a picture. Ashley had an incident with a gun and a knife fight, basically. <laughs> so go check out our last episode to learn about that. Yeah. Is that episode <laughs> out yet? I think so. I think it dropped today. Okay. Today's Thursday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just did my first tactical games three weeks ago. Right. And... Uh, it was it was epic. You did good. I learned a lot. I I got a seat for nationals, but I don't feel like that I was deserving of that seat. I I think I, you were if you you placed. Uh, yeah, but I did like I did so in my mind. Like I I know that I can You're do a lot better. You're just being humble. No, I did not do good, dude. You don't understand. Like the girls that I was out there with <laughs> is like they are good. Like they are good. Like they are stronger than me. They are better shooters than me. And so it really gave me a good goal of like something. Um, like to work towards. So the reason, actually a little bit of a backstory. Um, I did grow up in Oklahoma, but I was actually always terrified of guns. Um, I, I think like my parents, I feel like you get that for like your fifth birthday in Oklahoma. What? Oh yeah. Well, first of all, my brother shot me with a BB gun in the belly button when I was like 10. Okay. That was my first, like, um, and then my parents would always, you know, like we lived out in the country, so we, we had like a gun safe and everything. Yeah. But um, my my parents did a really good job at like instilling, like if you into me, like if you see a gun laying around, like you don't touch it. Right. Um, there were some neighbors of ours, like way down the the road, um, that uh, you know, an unfortunate accident where there was like a, a gun laying around, um. and then like the. It's like terrible. a really bad accident. And so my parents did a really good job of just making sure all the guns were always locked up. Um, just mm-hmm. responsibility, which is what it, it you should, should be. be if you're should be responsible. Yeah. Yes. Um, but my, before I was born, um, my mom was pregnant with my brother who was two years older than me. Um, uh, my dad was cleaning a shotgun. They were sitting at a, a kitchen table and my dad was just cleaning his gun, his shotgun. And my mom was sitting across from him uh-huh. and, he had the gun, like, I don't know where at in the gun cleaning process that he was, but, and he swore till the day that he died that that gun was empty and it fired and it missed my mom by the head by two inches. Oh my God. 
And, uh, and until, uh, until probably like five years ago, that bullet hole stayed in, as a reminder, as a reminder. <laughs> and so, um, you know, and I, I would like go out and, uh, we would shoot guns like a little bit like growing up, but mm. I was always really intimidated by guns. They can be intimidating. Yeah. If you don't really, if, if, if you don't know what you're doing. It, yeah. Yeah. And, um, so that, that has been my history with guns. I didn't actually pick up a rifle until like six, seven months ago was the first time I picked up an AR. Like consistently. See, I picked up a rifle before I ever, I've never picked up a handgun. Okay. I've only used rifles. Do you know like what kind of rifle? Is it just like an AR type? I don't like know. A, a it, it was, what kind my of, friend bought it at Walmart. Okay. Let's put oh, it that way. So it probably wasn't a great gun. Are you sure it wasn't Wait. a BB gun? No, it wasn't a BB gun because it had shells. It was, it, it was, was probably some, like a 22. It was probably, it's some type of rifle that you shoot when you do like a uh, skeet or trap. Oh, okay. So that's it. A shotgun? Oh, it's a shotgun. Shotgun. We got word um, from one of our, one of our tech guys over here today. So, so you've done, so you've done, <laughs> you've done, a, you've done skeet shooting. Yeah. And trap, but that's it. What's trap? Trap is, so I believe skeet is when it goes. Up in the air. Uh, like diagonal from you and then trap is when it shoots straight out in front of you. So you can hit them going like diagonally across from you or they go straight out towards like, you know, the hills and the mountains wherever you're shooting. And how, how'd you do? I'm not terrible. I have a vid- I actually have a video. I'll show you later. But okay. I did get three out of three. Oh, dude, we just need it. We'll post it up on our story. Yeah. It'll be good. We'll post up on the. No Instagram one judge me on my form or anything. I don't know so, if that's a thing. I've done I've done skeet twice. This is before I even got in, into guns. I did it. Was that your first time holding a gun? Uh, Not holding a gun, but like what, using. Uh, well, probably like actually shooting a shotgun. There, there was no. Actually, I take that back. There was one time I was out on the ranch with my dad, mm-hmm. and he gave me a shotgun to shoot. And uh, did you fall back? Yeah, dude, it like bruised my eye. <laughs> yeah, my dad like did it. Can so hurt. I had some like really bad experiences, <laughs> like with just guns, like leading up until this like last year. I was like <laughs> everything that could go wrong, or, like you hurt myself or whatever. Just um, so uh, I did skeet shooting one time. And I actually, like, I hit, like, a couple, but it was only by <laughs> luck because I know every time I was, like, shooting skeet, this was probably five years ago, I was, like, closing my eyes every time I'd shoot the shotgun. <laughs> when you get the jerk back. Yeah. Like, <gasps> yeah, so, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, I hit it. I didn't even see where it was, like, where I was aiming, but, like, That's I hit so it. so funny. And uh, the other time I was actually with Blue in Ireland. And, um, You've been I, to Ireland? I did. I Fuck flew you. out there super I randomly. There. I want to go there so bad. Yeah, it was it was Continue. pretty it was pretty awesome. Um, he you went shooting in Ireland. Yeah, he That's like call, he called he called me up and he's like, "Hey, meet me at this hotel on this day." <laughs> and I ended up booking a ticket. And like, I didn't even I didn't hear from him or anything. I was literally like waiting in the hotel, and then all of a sudden he like walked in. He has a gun. And, right? uh, he's like, <laughs> yeah. And then we uh, we rented a car and then we drove across <laughs> Ireland like all the way. Wow, it's like across That's Ireland. Beautiful. And somewhere he like had some friends in Ireland or something. I don't know. And he we stopped and it was like a professional skeet shooting I'm going to have to like talk to him about this. Yeah. Yeah. I did horrible. I I don't think I like (laughs) shot anything, but like, I'm pretty sure the guys were like wearing, it's all about having fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all that matters. (laughs) Do they wear underwear under their kilts? I didn't look, unfortunately. You didn't ask. You didn't. (laughs) I heard there's like a thing, like they just, they, they free Free ball ball it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, shit, I would too. <laughs> if I ever go to Ireland again, I'll ask them if they're balling or if they're they're strapped. <laughs> I will. I'm sorry if there are children listening. Um, but so those, <laughs> sorry guys. Um, those were my two experiences with skeet shooting. Anytime I hit something, it was only by luck. So, um, uh, it was a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Tim. He's actually known as like the wad doc. Um, wad W A D W O D. Oh, I was so, like, I was like, like, like a, CrossFit. He does like okay. tape. Okay. Uh, he's a, he's a physical therapist. Oh, cool. Um, but he does like any sort of, he just works on mobility with athletes and stuff. And I knew him from a long time ago from the CrossFit games and, mm-hmm. um, just kind of like working in that arena. And he was like, Hey, you really need to check out the tax games. This was like a, a year ago when it first started. I was like, I don't know. Like I thought it was like a TV show or something. Yeah. I wasn't sure. And then. Um, something popped up where I saw him just kind of like doing it. And mm-hmm. like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to see what this is all about. And it was actually right before I did my 40 hour run. And I've talked about this before in our podcast is that whenever you guys set goals, um, it's really important to have overlapping kind of goals or aspirations right. and things, because if not, you're going to focus and work so hard on something and you're going to get there. And it's going to be like the pinnacle of what you've been working for. And then you're just going to be super depressed. It was like post goal depression. Yeah, seriously. It, that is really is a thing. Cause yeah. you, but you like work so hard no, and then I you're there and then you're yeah. like, wow, like I don't have any purpose anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, especially if you're the type of person that's like very, uh, goal driven and like goal oriented mm-hmm. type of person, then, um, so that's what I did. I was, it was right before I did the 40 hour run, I think. And, um, I made the decision to sign up for the I tactile games. you telling me about that. And this was in, I did the 40 hour run say, in October. Yeah. I was going to say it was October, November time, but it was yeah. definitely October. Cause it was right before Halloween. Yeah. And so I don't even think I had my rifle yet. So, um, Maybe. I would have, I would have oh. gotten my rifle shortly after the 40 hour run. And, uh, and then, yeah, it, for me, like, especially not feeling or like being confident with firearms. I really wanted to, um, I, I wanted, I wanted to learn something new and I wanted to be confident and, and handling like a weapon system. Like I knew that it would be, um, a space that was also fitness. So it wasn't, it wasn't just all super shooting, unfamiliar. Yeah. yeah. But it definitely was a space that I knew would put me out of my comfort zone and make me really uncomfortable and nervous. Did, it, and, did you have to like completely reevaluate how you train now or like how, how you were training for the tactical games since I've done a game. Yeah. Well, before the games. So I didn't really know. I mean, I, I kind of had an idea of like how to train a little bit just by watching other competitors mm-hmm. and the movements that they were doing, but I didn't really know, like, um, you know, and they have some stuff on YouTube and stuff of like some of the, some of the battles that go on, but in, until, uh, until you like actually do it and like compete, I, I think, um, it's kind of hard to really gauge like what to expect. Right. So it's um, hard to know what, what you're getting yourself into before yes. you even, but you now know. I know, now I know. Let now me tell you're ready. You, my, no, I'm definitely not ready, but ready, but my training has been so crazy. The do you last, love it? Or like, do you like this style of training better than anything you've done before? It's hard. It's harder than I, than ever, anything I've ever done before. One of the reasons why is because the weights that you're having to lift when you're out there are really, really freaking heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's almost like a, like a hybrid between strong man mm-hmm. lifting and 
I don't know, functional fitness too. There's like functional stuff. They do a really good job at put mixing everything together. There's definitely always going to be a run that you do. Um, either long distance or sprint. There was both at the last games that I did. I had a long distance run. Do you have to carry additional weight? Because I know you had your pack on you. I did on your one of them. You 50. had to. You had to add an additional ruck. Oh my god! A forty-five pound ruck to your gear that you already have. So, with your gun attached to you. Yeah, breaking this down. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what type of battle you're doing. If it's just pistol or just rifle, mm-hmm. which it's, it's typically usually both, unless you're doing long range rifle shooting. Um, it doesn't matter. You always have all of your gear on you all the time. It's a weighted kit. Oh my god! Uh, that's twelve. 12 pounds for a female added or 16, 12 to 16 pounds. Um, you have to have your magazines uh, that are empty unless you're like preparing for the actual battle. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your rifle that there has to be um, certain specifications for your rifle. Um, your optics, you have to have a certain specification for your optics. And then you have to have like your gun belt with your pistol. So Jesus. imagine like you're doing all this climbing and jumping over like a, a, a yoke that was like to my forehead. You have to <laughs> jump over all of that with all of your gear on. I mean, it's a lot Sounds of miserable. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. And you know she, what? I say miserable. She says fun. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was like a, a miserably fun, great time. Um, it's so, like one of those things you like getting over with, but you're like having fun so, in the meantime. And something that I didn't know going into the tactile games is that every, um, whenever you do a battle, there's three battles a day. Um, every battle has a time limit. So for me, whenever I was doing one of the battles, you had a 12 minute cap. So a lot of the times, and depending on how hard it was, even like, even the, the girls who were just like stunners out there, <laughs> they like wouldn't even get to the final iteration of like oh getting all their, but, and, and if you don't get, if you don't get all your shots off, uh, you are, you also lose points. So you miss, you lose points. So it's a point system. It's a point system. You get points for how many reps you do physically, like whether it's down and back. Um, and we can go into like some of the actual exercises that I was doing, but, um, you get points for going like the reps, like down and back or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you also get points for, um, just shots that you make or there misses if you either miss or if you don't okay. get them out of your magazine. Wow. So there, it's a very complex, like, scoring system. And, I mean, like, not only you guys are shooting, but you're doing, like, a lot of complex motions throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Do, they, do you get breaks in between, like, yes. battles, or is it, like, a constant, like, Yeah, flow? you get breaks. So um, we started at 8 a.m. I think it kicks off. Okay. And then you have different heats. So I okay. was in the women's elite, but we had our... I guess I call it like my fire squad. So I had my fire squad that, and there was five of us, mm-hmm. but then there was like different heats of like women's elite. I think there were like two or three different heats okay. of women's elite. So like five or sometimes there was like eight in each one, uh, you know, it just varied. Um, so we started at eight and we didn't end until four, five o'clock. And, but wow. we only went three times that day. Okay. And each time we went, it was 12 minutes, but it's like 12 minutes of, 200% giving everything you can. I mean, it's just like, yeah. That's like, when, oh, that's how when I you feel when I do a plank for like a minute. I'm like, fuck me. I'm like, why is this taking so long? But yeah. a minute. I know, right? Quick. It, it feels like it's, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So whenever you think about it, it's just like 12 minutes. It doesn't seem like it's that long. But It's a long time when you're well, pushing it's just, yourself. It's just, it, I, I was surprised by just how, 
exhausting all of it was. I mean, not only do you have like your nerves, right? Cause I mean, that's the purpose is to stress you out. Mm-hmm. So whenever you go to shoot, like you're probably not going to be as accurate as you were if you just went to a shooting range and right. just like drew your, you have to work under know, pressure. Yeah. You have to work under pressure. Like it really like they try to stress, yeah. stress you out and, and they do a good job with that. And, um, but it, it, yeah, it was a really good time and I'm still training hard, actually harder than I have in a really, really long time getting prepared and ready for the next tactical games. Were you ever worried about like injuring yourself doing these kinds of movements and having all this extra gear on you? Because I feel like sometimes you can't anticipate an injury due to gear. Like you can do whatever you can to prepare your body for it and make sure, you know, you're doing everything safely and getting these like heavy lifts in. But were you ever worried about getting injured before or after? Cause I feel like with this style of training and this style of games, it could be easy. Yeah. Um, there were, uh, I mean, people, people were like rolling their ankles and stuff all the time. There's stuff oh, that's that, miserable. Yeah. And I've so, um, there was one girl who it was, this was such a hard battle that we did, but, <clears throat> excuse me, we had to carry the sandbag. I think this was our hundred pound sandbag. We had to carry our sandbag and then we had to put it over the yoke, but then we had to follow our sandbag. So we had to go over the yoke. And after you do that, and every time you did it, it, you know, the first time was one rep. And then on the way back, you had to do two reps. so So you had to build up. So once you get to where you're doing three reps of like going up and over with your sandbag and then you go up and over. Exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, for me too, it was like once I, was able to basically basically do a muscle up to get on top of mm-hmm. the yoke. Whenever you're up there, I mean, there's no easy way of like falling over. Right. You just kind of have to fall. And um, I saw this one girl, and this was like the second to the to the last uh, battle of the day. Mm-hmm. So she had one more battle left, and uh, she fell off. She like rolled her ankle really bad uh, to where she wasn't able to continue. She, she she did though. She did. She even I think she like walked the last one. It was the running one that we had mm-hmm. to do. Um, but she did the very best that she could. But yeah, she whenever she went over the yoke, she stepped on her sandbag, and um, she rolled her ankle. So it I was, did that. I rolled both my ankles in one night. Yeah. Please tell me there was alcohol involved. Yes, okay. there was. It was, my, it was my 22nd birthday. I stepped on a bocce ball in uh, high heels. You ever play bocce ball? I think I've seen It's like that. the game that you play. You see it at the beach oh, all the time. It's like you throw balls. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little ball. And you try to throw the bigger balls near the little ball. Oh, I've never, played, I've never played that. But I was at this local bar here and they have a bocce ball court outside yeah outside outside bar with turf yeah and i stepped on the little bocce ball and both my ankles just went outward like and i double sprained both my ankles oh my one night i was double booted no crutches (laughs) uh for like six weeks and i was in school at the time and i couldn't drive so how, how did you roll both of your ankles i you, literally you step on the same ball i stepped on the ball i lost balance and my one ankle went out like it twisted out and then my other ankle did the exact same thing the other side oh so I was like, my gosh yeah and i was in class one time and i had to crutch my way across campus to get to my uh, class i w- this was in the summertime too so i was like fucking drenched in sweat and my professor was like 
you good? <laughs> I was like, no. Like, get this girl she, a golf cart. She literally, she was like, do you want to ride home? So then I had a very awkward ride home with my professor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> after class. But, yeah, it's not fun rolling your ankle. I'm shocked that girl continued on because I was such a bitch. I was like, Irby, we're going home. Like, you have to well, take yeah. me home now. Well, yeah. Especially, I mean, that was a bad roll if you were booted. I didn't even realize because I was more upset. Oh my god! Because were you embarrassed? I was no. I was more upset because I dropped my drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk at the time. I was like, "Oh my god, no!" I was like, eight dollars." And some girl goes, "Holy shit! Look at her ankles!" And then I looked at it, and then I like felt it. I was like, "Fuck!" Really? It was that bad? I didn't. I didn't feel it until I saw my ankles look like fucking balloons. Oh it looked like I had gosh. like really bad. Was it hypertension or something? Or like like a baby has cankles? That's what yeah. my feet looked like. Wow. It was insane. Wow. The bloating was terrible. <laughs> it was instant. All my friends were laughing. I was like, it's not funny. Yeah. You're like, it's not funny, guys. Yeah. Well. Do not. 10 out of 10. I, I, do not I recommend. I don't think that this participant had to wear. Like, I think she recovered fine. But so um, that's nice. it, it is, like, really important. So you can't. You know, you have to do your best to just train. I'm getting better on like the mobility part of just mm -hmm. being really consistent with um, just the mobility and, you know, strengthening those little ligaments and stuff. Because whenever you're out there and this is the this is a, the crazy thing. So, you know, farmers carry with like the short barbells and they have plates on each side. It's what I sent you a picture of. Yeah. I posted it yeah, on yeah, the, yeah, yeah. they look like two barbells, but they have handles on them. Yeah. So those I are see people like deadlift those. no. Maybe not. You wouldn't. I don't think you would deadlift those. They have handles on them. How would they deadlift that? I don't know. Okay. Ignore so me. So it's a little short bar. Is so they're far, they're farmers carry. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I trust you. Yeah. So it's the farmers carry. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. The crazy thing is when you're out there. Um, I I was lifting weight and and pulling weight that I have never pulled or or, or lifted or moved that before. Adrenaline rush. It is, and it, that is so real. That is such a it real thing. A thing for the farmers carry. So right now I have farmers carries at my house just to kind of give you guys a little bit of perspective. I have farmers carries at my house that um, I have uh, twenty five pound plates on each side. So it's like 50 pounds. And then I think the actual bar is probably like, I don't know, 25 pounds or whatever. Um, and it's still really That's heavy hard. for me. It, yeah. And I did a hundred meters today. I did, sorry, I did, uh, I did 50 meters today. I did with the farmer's carry. I think I did it like four times. And there was a time at the end where like I was, I was stuttering my steps. Like I was only able to carry it and then I'd have to set it down cause I'd lose my grip. What's crazy is at the tactical games, uh, on each side, each uh, barbell that I was carrying was 125 pounds. Oh, my God. I had 45s. I was doing four 45-pound plates total. They always say, like, when you have the adrenaline rush, they're like, mothers can literally push over our car. Oh, yeah. That's like a... I don't know if that's actually accurate if anyone's ever done that, but they're like, mothers can literally flip a car if it's, like, fight or flight and their oh, child's yeah. involved. Yes, I 100% believe that. I mean, there's been a, a couple of times in the, the, I haven't done a whole lot of powerlifting competitions or Olympic lifting competitions, but the times that I've had because of the adrenaline rush and just like the nerves, mm -hmm. I would go out there and start 
like right below what I thought my max was and it would be the lightest weight yeah. and every single time I would PR. And so uh, I, I say all of this to you guys who are listening, whenever you're looking at the weight requirements, um, don't let that intimidate you because something happens when you're out there on the line and you, you will move that weight. Um, but the, the first competition that I did was so resourceful for me because now I know, I know like I suck at farmer's carries. Mm -hmm. Like I was really able to reveal like what my weaknesses were. Was it eye opening an eye opening experience yeah. on where you at or, or where you at physically now in your training now versus like where you need to be? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't feel like I went into my first tactical games very strong. And here's the reason why is because two weeks before the tactical games, I did my 25 hour row. Yeah. Which so nut job. So if here. you, re if you back up even a week before that, getting ready for my 25 hour row, mm -hmm. I was doing high volume, light weights, just a lot of just like up and down, moving the weight, like really strengthening my hip flexors. Um, and then I had, three or four days off before I actually did the row or I was just doing a lot of mobility stuff. So I had the row. Um, and then I had a, a whole week off after the row. I didn't do any lifting. Mm -hmm. So then after that week off, I had one week until the tactical games. And that's typically when people are starting to like, rest. yeah, starting to rest and recover, like starting to like come down like a little mm -hmm. bit from their training. Um, and so I had, maybe two or three days where I tried to hit it really hard. And even though that you can't, you can't acquire any strength in like a two to three day time period, but it was getting my body at least used to what I thought would feel like heavy weight. Mm -hmm. And then I went up there and I remember whenever they were talking about some of the weights, and like the sandbags, like I, I'm pretty sure I was like deer in headlights. Like, what? like oh, I can't let, and like, I have to put that over a yoke. Like, but as soon as that, as soon as that whistle blows, I mean, you just, you're so much stronger than you go, think go, you go. are. Yeah. So, um, that just to give you guys like a little bit of perspective, um, as far as we can talk about a little bit of the training equipment needed on the fitness side of things, yeah. which I think is really helpful. Um, you do a lot Especially with if sand. someone wants to get started. Yeah. Yeah. So in the elite division, I get, I can just speak from the elite division because that's what I did. If you do intermediate or novice, mm -hmm. the weights are going to be a little bit lighter. Um, so for the elite division, we did a hundred pound sandbags. So it's a lot of sandbag work. Um, a lot of farmer carry type work because you have to think like it's anything to get your upper body fatigued, your lower right. back fatigued, because whenever you go to pull, like to draw your pistol or your rifle, that's kind of the purpose, right? Stretch you out to make you fatigued and see mm -hmm. if you can still perform um, under pressure. Yeah. Perform under, under pressure and hold your own and like be able to get those shots fired off accurately. Um, so a lot of sandbags, a lot of farmers carry, uh, a lot of like barbell overhead carries or like zercher carries. Uh, do you know what a zercher carry is? Nope. I was pretending like I knew though. Okay. Yeah. You were like kind of nodding like, your head, <laughs> raising your eyebrows a little like, bit. You know what this is? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, oh. so the zercher carry is a, uh, where the barbell actually sits in the crook of your elbows. Oh, okay. If you're almost like a front squat. Almost like a front squat if you're doing like, like a bi area. like a bicep curl, okay, and then it, it's it's being held right there and the yeah, oh. so it puts a lot of like just core and like your whole body's right. wanting to come forward. It's that is horrible. So um, Zercher type carries a lot of sled stuff. Um, I did see a lot of sled videos. Yeah, from your games. Um, and I mean, I know that they're always introducing new things. I think they took rope climb out which I was really thankful for because I don't, I have like, I don't have a pull-up bar. 
Mm -hmm. um, and I don't have a rope climb, so I'm not really able to work on my back strength like that. Um, so those are like the main staple movements that I would say really focus on. Definitely anything that has to do with like carrying stuff with your grip. Um, they had like a, do you have to like, chalk your hands up? You're not allowed to use, use chalk. You can't, you can't you use that raw. Yeah. Just go it's raw, raw. raw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they had like these stones that we had to pick up and like carry. Um, Damn. but yeah, so it's basically so it fucks up your hands too. Huh? The tactical games takes everything. They fuck up your hands. Yeah, too. It's, it, it's literally everything. I mean, they they have it, they have it figured out. I mean, yeah. it's this is their second year of doing the tactical really? games. It's grown I, a lot. It's only been around for a year. Yeah, last year was their first year. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So you'll see it on TV soon. I think I personally I, think, I think it's it like the next the next thing. I do. I do. I think. Um, I mean, you're also seeing like a lot of CrossFit athletes kind of starting to come over a little bit. Um, That's cool. But I mean, here's the thing, though, guys: is like you have you can't be really good at fitness and suck at your shooting. You can't be really good at shooting. You need the balance. And be like a bad at your fitness because if you're bad at your fitness, you're not going to be able to get to whatever point that you have to get at in order to get your shots off. Right. So you have to be strong enough to carry whatever piece of equipment it is from point A to point B, and then you can get in like the firing box, pull your weapon, load, make ready, and then get your first shot off. So you have to be good at both. And I'm like very, very subpar shooter. But you've gotten so, the amount of training that you've done and that I'm I've seen really in the past. I found some land that I can you start go training. like. So Ashley, you know, she comes in here and there, but uh, not here and there. She's in here a lot, but uh, a few months in a when she started training for the tactical game, she would go on weekends. You'd be at the range for like three to five hours. Uh, at least, at least, like, yeah, maybe more. Yeah, depending more. on the day. Um, just working on your shots. And that was when you, you were literally, it's like learning yeah. from the beginning, how to mm -hmm. do everything. And considering the fact that you just started this year, I know you say you were undeserving of that, that place that you I got, got. I got lucky. I don't think you got I'm gonna lucky. Go, I'm going to go back out there and I'm gonna, I think you were determined. And I think you, you know, you don't understand. I did so bad. Like the first, I did, you don't, I, you don't understand. I did. I, it, I got lucky. Somehow I got lucky. I don't think I, I see. I don't that. believe you. I think you were deserving I hard. of it. You I, did I work did, hard. I did You've work been hard, hard, but um, I have so much room for improvement, which is good. So, what's the future going to look like for you for going into nationals? Because you did yeah. qualify for nationals. So, I, I want to at least do. Um, I have another competition in June coming up. It's mm. in North Carolina, and then I want to try to hit at least two more competitions, and then do nationals. Nationals um, which in is the a, fall. Yeah, right? I think it's like. I think it's like anytime between September and October sometime. Um, I'm not sure like the location of nationals, but um, it's top secret. Yeah. I don't know. They may, they may have it on their website. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Last year it was in Florida. It still might be in Florida. Um, but I have, I have really became passionate about the training for the tactile games. I'm really trying to get better at working on my dry firing, like being disciplined to just work on dry firing. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's what that is one of the problems right now is like there is ammo is really expensive and there is short a short of a shortage of ammo in a lot of the you know a lot of the the country right now so um, I'm trying to get more discipline on my dry firing and um, but I'm creating a training program for the, I've had so many people reach out to really? me really yes and I'm okay on, so let's talk about it so this is what I think I want to do 
Oh my god! I'm on my second. I'm on, I'm on my second week of. I'm about to create my third week, and I'm actually doing this program. I'm doing. You're it. doing the program. You're okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm on week three. I can probably now that I have like a good base, I can probably uh, go ahead and program myself. It'll be a six week training program. Okay. Um, I think I might make it a little bit longer, but right now, but it's called Toe the Line. And <laughs> toe the uh, line. Toe the line. I like that. And. Uh, do you know what it means like to toe the line? Nope. So toe the line is like <laughs> whenever you get set up, this is like kind of like an older saying, like an older, uh, it's like when you it get set up Oklahoma thing. and no, it's like when, when, like when barefoot racing, whenever you toe the line, so you're, you're oh, towing oh, the yeah, line, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's okay, like a foot yeah, race, yeah, like getting okay, ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say on your mark, guess it, guess it, toe the line. No, they don't say toe the yeah, line. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I have, but I, what I would really like to do is at least put the first week out there for our reborn listeners. Okay. What's the name of this program? It toe the line. Oh yeah. We just talked about that. Oh my God. <laughs> the bang is like going the bang your head. Is, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> it, no. Yeah. That, that's the name of it. It's called toe the line. Okay. Toe the and line. I think I would love to give the listeners, um, some like give them the first week. Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do two weeks, but I would love okay. to put it out there. We've had a lot of people interested um, in like, you know, how to train for the tactical games. Or, and what I have found is that um, most people are just intimidated to do it. And if I, if, if you're that person that's intimidated, just get out there and do it. Just, just sign up. It. They have like the tactical games university. Um, oh, they, they have a university. Yeah. It's called tactical games. University. And they have like an all women's class now oh, that you cool. can do. So don't be intimidated. I love just that. get out there. And the community is awesome. Ready to get into the, the fun part of every oh, episode? Questions. I've talked listener a lot questions. today. What's your pistol or, or pistols of choice? Um, so right now I'm shooting a Glock. You 17. got a Glock? Oh, hell yeah. A Glock 17. It's an agency arms pop, pop. Yeah, that I actually got from uh, Mike Glover from Fieldcraft Cra- Survival. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Is that what you use? Did you use that in the tactical games? Yes. Cool. Um, uh, do you, okay. So this listener asked, cause I'm, I'm asking cause I partially need help in this area as well. Do you have tips to adjust your sleep schedule? I'm a night owl, but I'd love to be a morning person. Please let me know. <laughs> you have to just what I, okay. So I don't know how much of a night owl we're talking about or how much of a night owl you are. <laughs> I think like you're probably a pretty big night owl. Um, and a lot of this probably comes from just like your, your like going out nightlife and also being like a college student. Right. Um, I just hate mornings. Do you? I love, this is my favorite time. I know. I wish, I wish I've never been a morning person ever. I wish I was. This job forced me to be a morning person, but even, even still, I shit you not. I try so hard to wake up on my days off when I'm not opening on my days off. I cannot get out of bed until after nine o'clock. Nine is the earliest I will get up. It's How terrible. How late do you stay up the night before? Like 11 oh at the latest. Gosh. I love sleeping. Wow. I love sleeping. <laughs> um, well, I would say my advice and recommendation would be to shave off that time slowly. So just, and like, let's say you go to bed at like 1 a.m. every morning. Mm. You can't. You can't expect to just hop in bed at 10 p.m. and be like, oh, right. I'm going to go to sleep. Your body's going to be like, no, yeah. no. Um, I would just make it a gradual time. Like every week, just um, 
um, increase the time mm-hmm. that you go to bed, like just a little bit earlier. Um, and then also, uh, electronics and stuff play a huge role. I used to watch, you got to turn it off. I used to watch TV to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I stopped doing Good. it and I fall asleep way quicker. Yeah. Now. I've noticed that. Yeah, so definitely like uh, electronics. Like I, we have like blackout curtains in our room. Oh my god! Um, so we try to like make it I as never dark as wake possible. up. Oh my gosh, I know. I never wake up if I had blackout. <laughs> I tell my mom. I'd be like that. calling your mom. Be like, "Where's Lena?" That happened one time. An American. We have room. talked about that. Yeah, on the we have. We thought Lena was uh, <laughs> dead. Gonna, yeah, we thought she was going to be on the side in of a the milk jug. Nope, I was just sleeping. <laughs> she just likes to sleep. <laughs> All right, this kind of is a little bit related to, you know, working on sleep, but this listener struggles with energy throughout the day. They get in a good workout, but then they're basically spent for the rest of the evening or the rest of their day. What do you do to combat fatigue throughout the day? Well, I would first want to look at the nutrition and the hydration. I think that's important, Um, Mm -hmm. but also sleep. I would say first, like, nutrition is huge. Um, I mean... I feel way better after eating vegetables the day before than I do after eating macaroni and cheese. Yeah, because it kind of like slugs you down a little bit. So for sure, nutrition, I would say look at your sleep. Um, Other than that, I mean, you know, at least you know that you're like really, really putting in a lot of effort to your training. Uh, Mm -hmm. But for me, I I feel like whenever I work out, it actually gives me more energy. So maybe you're just now getting into your fitness routine Mm -hmm. and it probably is kind of zonking you out. Um, so just stick with it. Be consistent is, is like super important. Key. Yeah. Consistency is key and look at your diet. Cool. All right. And we'll do one more. This one's just for funsies. Oh no. What are your skincare products? Actually, <laughs> My skincare products? Yeah. I don't know. You do have great skin. You have great skin. Do I? Yeah. I've been, um, getting, um, not microdermabrasion. The facials. It was like where the, it's the like vampire scraping. facial. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a whole lot of... No, wait. Did they take your blood out or did they no. just like... It's a... I forget what like it's called. Like a buffing thing? It's like a... They have like little crystals in it. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they, they basically... They basically scrape the top layer of your Dead skin. Dead skin off. And... Um, Collagen comes up. I, that's and, what they yeah. say. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like you're, you were your like damaging rebuilding. Your, yeah. Like we're just like basically beating the shit out of your face. So come and back then it's going to come bitch. back prettier. I don't know. Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I believe that, but whatever you say, cause you're the professional. Um, I have a pretty basic skincare, uh, routine. I don't remember the name of the actual skincare that I use. I, right now I just have a face wash and a moisturizer. That's good. Um, I mean, yeah, that's a, uh, but it, I got it at wherever I got my, um, Oh, from the dermatologist. Yeah, yeah, dermatologist. dermatologist, whatever. She, I so it's prescription. No, it's not prescription. Oh, I just bought it from their place. Okay. So moisturization SPF is so important where your yeah, SPF. And I also do, um, I don't tinted, care how tan tinted you get. moisturizer oh, I love that has the SPF in it. Not perfect. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Thank that's you. so good. Yeah, All right. Well, that's it for this week's questions. Be sure you're sending us all your podcast needs, wants, desires. Send them our way. <laughs> Be looking for the, the at least like a week or two of toe the line. I'm going to put that out there. Toe um, the line. Yeah. So dun, dun, if you want a challenge to see where you're at. Always on time. That's Toto. You know? You know that song? God damn it, Ashley. (laughs) All right. Peace out. Bye, guys. Bye.